0: Hello and welcome to Flying Green Sports Podcast. My name is Brian Neville. I have my friend here with me, Michael Nanya. Some of you may know him. you're a big New York Jets fan, he's very big in the New York Jets community. Uh, You want to introduce yourself, Michael?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, I think the Jets is where you know I find my primary home in terms of sports talk in the podcast world, uh, Twitter world, all that stuff, but um you got a lot to bring to the table as well in the in the philly world so i think to combine both of these two teams here in the northeast is going to be a lot of fun but it's going to be a lot more than just them too i think we'll talk some you know and sixers some yankees you know baseball basketball in general or all kinds of sports i mean we'll talk about some cricket uh we're big cricket guys cricket. no i big mean cricket. the only time we ever talked about cricket is when we played um there's a game on the espn website called streak for the cash oh, yeah, where you Steak like pick the these camera. random sports games every single day so we would do our cricket research outside of that though yeah. we're not familiar but yeah i mean i think we'll cover all sorts of different stuff and you know it'll be mainly football and jets and eagles and stuff but i think it's I think it's gonna be a lot of fun
0: yeah I'm a, I'm a huge eagles fan michael's a huge jets fan we met back like 10 some years ago big friendship ever since and came together, and decided to make a little podcast, talk about it. He's got his own podcast, but you know, switch it up, see how this goes here. All right. So do you uh want to recap the Jets season so far and your thoughts on how they've been playing and looking forward to the end of the season?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it because this is as for both of our teams combined, probably the best start <laughs> through this point of the year I can remember. That uh that they've definitely had combined. I mean Eagles nine and one. I don't even what were they in twenty seventeen at this point?
0: They were uh I think they went nine and one and they lost to the Seahawks, maybe on the road went to nine
1: and two is what I think. Yeah, it so was. either way, like that wasn't a great season for the Jets. They were three and seven at this point, I believe. It ended, great, and for the Eagles, ended great for the Eagles. Ended great for the Eagles, but uh, but to have both of these teams good at the same time, I mean the only other time the Jets have been good really uh, since we've known each other is twenty fifteen and the Eagles beat the Jets that year, obviously. Um but Brandon Marshall's a, a little lateral. Yeah, the lateral from Brandon Marshall. (laughs) Off the uh, the helmet. Off the helmet. There's a Sproles punt return. The Jets actually had a good season that year. The Eagles did not have a great season. That was the Sam Bradford year. Um, But uh, other than that, they have not simultaneously been good. So for the Jets to be 6-4 and here, currently holding the seventh seed with the Patriots loss on Thanksgiving, uh, the Eagles are currently the best team in the league. It's definitely a big time for our two teams. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, the Jets, like, This was supposed to be a more of a transition kind of season, you know, still rebuilding, uh, trying to build up that young talent, develop these guys. And it was supposed to be a year where, you know, you're competitive, you're in the hunt in that part of the graphic and, you know, just trying to play competitive games throughout the year. And maybe next year you make that jump to the playoffs, but uh, they've been ahead of schedule. Yeah. Yeah. They've been ahead of schedule. They're winning those competitive games that, you know, I think that's the biggest difference. We kind of thought they'd be in more of these games, Versus previous years where it's just been a lot of blowouts. Yeah, um, but uh, they're finishing games strong. They're great in the fourth quarter and they've come up clutch in most of the times they needed to this year. Um, it's really on defense that's been leading everything. I mean, Sauce Gardner, immediate star, Quinn Williams, been break top out. five
0: corner this year so far, even top three. Yeah,
1: I mean, Sauce has been. It's been crazy how quickly he's come on. There's just been no growth curve for him. And then DJ Reed, who they signed. So they have a great duo there. So the defense, just the um, the quick development of these young players has put them ahead of schedule. And it's just, you know, you have the quarterback position. That's where the questions have been. And it really feels like if they've got an average quarterback play this year, you know, they could be a lot further than they are right now. Um, starting with Flacco the first three games, he struggled. They were one and two. And Zach Wilson comes back and it's for the most part been really disappointing, obviously leading him to the bench at this point. So now Mike white is the man Mike going white. forward. So um, we'll see what happens, but this, it feels like this team is ahead of schedule and outside of the quarterback position, they have a lot going for it, starting with the defense, but even offensively, they got a lot of weapons. Um, so it feels like they can make the playoffs and, you know, maybe make some noise if they can get some confident play out of the quarterback position. But I know for the Eagles, much different position. They've got a great quarterback now, Jalen Hurts, and the roster looks complete and ready to win.
0: Yeah, hurts. Last year, watching him, he he wasn't bad, but there, you saw flashes, but he just didn't put it all together. And you yeah. had questions from anyone in the Philly media. You know, it hurts the guy. Obviously, you give him another year, see if he could develop more, and you go out and get a number one receiver like AJ Brown that could really. You've seen it with Josh Allen, getting him Stefan Diggs propel a quarterback getting him an actual number one receiver. And he's just elevated his game to probably one of the top two MVP candidates so far uh, going into week 12. I haven't watched one game that he's played where I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, is he playing bad? No, he's just had elite play so far and he's not even doing it just with his legs. He's had really, he's been on time with his throws, making deep throws um, all across the field, especially attacking the middle of the field which is where he struggled at last year. They didn't really throw it to the um, middle of the field too often. Uh, but the Eagles' defense has been probably outside of Dallas, been the best unit in football this season. Um, and that, I think, starts with the play of not only the secondary, but the linebackers or the Eagles have struggled a ton uh, in recent memory since probably Jordan Hicks and D'Amico Ryans left. Uh, but T.J. Edwards, uh, undrafted rookie out of Wisconsin, has played tremendous football so far this year. They signed Kazir White from uh, the Chargers, a converted safety. He's playing linebacker. He's been terrific uh, so far this year. They got into Kobe Dean in the third round of the draft, but he hasn't played. He's mostly a special teams guy. Uh, but Terry Slay and James Bradbury, along with the Jets, uh, DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, have probably been.
1: Yeah, that's probably the top a, two you know, duos there. Yeah.
0: The cornerback duos. <laughs> They've been, I mean, Bradbury. Probably leaving free agency, I'd imagine. He's going to get a lucrative payday um, from some team. Hopefully the Eagles. That'd be nice, bring him back. But he's been really terrific. Darius Slay has continued his wonderful play. Um, Marcus Epps has actually played pretty well. Safety out of uh, Wyoming. Uh, The D-line. Minus Jordan Davis for the past couple of weeks. Uh, He's not playing Sunday. That'll be his last week on IR. Jordan Davis has been terrific. The run defense has kind of taken a hit. When he's not on the field. Yeah, uh, the I, I was actually pressure... going to
1: ask you about the run defense because I know the you know when they lost the Washington game a few weeks ago, that was the kind of a question. Oh. And then they come out and they sign uh, Dom Two <laughs> and Linval Joseph. And yeah. Linval Joseph is a guy that Jets fans kind of wanted to get because Sheldon Rankins got hurt. Uh, we wanted to improve the run defense. Did they play in the following they game? They did. They they, did. Uh, they, they actually
0: combined at one time for I think. They both probably got credit for half a sack, but they both had a sack each time. But if you watch yeah. the film, they both played very well, made impacts. I believe it was the uh, the first drive, um, Jonathan Taylor had like 60 yards or so in the first drive rushing. But after the first drive, he really didn't he didn't finish with 100 yards. The run defense was really stout, and they both played well for guys that were just on the street for the first, what, 10 weeks of the season, nine weeks of the season, playing better than what you would have expected them to do, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, would you say the run defense is probably the main issue defensively?
0: It it definitely is the main uh, issue, um, and that probably starts with Jordan Davis being out. He was on IR his final week. Uh, this will be this coming Sunday against Green Bay. So when Jordan Davis comes back, you got, you know, Ndamukong Sue, Linval Joseph, Javon Hargrave's a great pass rusher. Fletcher Cox, who hasn't played up to his usual standard, but he's getting old. Um, but they have a lot of... Options and tools, not only on the D line but just D tackle itself, uh, to really try and stop the run. And T.J. Edwards is pretty good in the run game, so I, I'd expect the run defense to to sharpen up a bit Um with, especially with Jordan Davis come back. That's the real big one.
1: Yeah, I mean for the Jets, like it's interesting because talking about their run defense, it felt like going into the year that was going to be you know, maybe the main issue for the team because. And just the way they play defensively, you know, 4-3 defensive line, they attack upfield. It's more so about pass rush than run defense. And they had a lot of problems with that last year, and they didn't change too much to improve it this year. I mean, they got Quan Alexander and Jordan Whitehead, which were great additions, but other than that, wasn't a ton of change to to the front seven, but they really turned it around unexpectedly this year in the run game. I mean, uh, the whole defensive line is more disciplined. Uh, they consume their blocks better and just create space for the linebackers. Quan has been a great addition, um, and you know Whitehead has some troubles in coverage, but he's helped against the run. So uh, that's really been the key for the Jets' defense is mm-hmm. stopping the run. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, you know when they do win, it feels like the run game is part of why. And Brees Hall was a big part of that early in the season. He's mm. it seemed like he was going to be a future a superstar. star. Yeah, obviously he's... so good. Um, but it, was it was just a home run hitter, who could, you know, pick up those 60 yard game changing plays uh, and, and they've definitely missed him. But at the same time, they still have Michael Carter and James Robinson. So uh, there is potential to continue to be a good running team. We saw it against the bills in that upset uh, a couple of weeks ago, but the Patriots yeah. were able to shut down the run in those two games. So uh, they got to make sure that run game is on point going forward. Um, so, yeah, I think both these teams are in, definitely good spots relative to expectations i think you know the eagles are a team that are built to win and expected to win this year and And the jets are uh, ahead of schedule in terms of where they are in their rebuild um but i wanted to ask you one question about hertz Mm -hmm. because it's interesting you know both of our teams have young quarterbacks and trying to develop them at different stages of their development so you know zach's here in year two and this is year three for hertz and like you said last year wasn't quite to the point that he is right now so um, comparing these two guys I'm just curious from your perspective watching Hurts what did you see in that second year compared to his rookie season because I know like you said wasn't all the way there yet but did you see enough growth from that rookie season to where you thought this could come down the line where he becomes a superstar
0: right I mean watching last year like I said he wasn't bad by any means but he was just average like he are just complacent he, he's not going to go out and win you a bunch of games mostly just by himself and I think that's the big difference with this year is you're never out of it when he's there you know he's always he's been a winner anywhere he's gone in college um, and he's shown that in the NFL at least this season that he could win he got the Eagles to the playoffs last year he's been winning games but I think the big difference is his timing he's making reads he's getting the ball out quick and it doesn't seem like he's kind of just getting off his first read and just scrambling right away. Um he's just kind of making his uh his reads a lot quicker, uh, making sharp decisions. And if he needs to, tuck the ball and run. Um so he's been probably a top three quarterback this season, which has blown my expectations away and probably any other Eagles fans' expectations away. Um how do you feel about Zach Wilson and what he's doing, been how he's done this season.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's just been tough because I think you know the expectation was I think what we all simply wanted to see was for him to be around league average, close to league average, um, just show significant improvement Keep off the first year, mm-hmm. and yeah, just the improvement is the big thing because you know from where he was as a rookie, it, you know, wasn't the greatest start. I think he closed the season much improved and definitely um, built himself up for to take a second year leap. Um, but I don't think anyone expected superstar this year. It's just Be competent, lead the offense, be effective, more efficient, um, and all those things. And first two games he played, I think he was on the road to that this year. You know, he had the Steelers game. He came back in three quarters, was struggling, but he fought through that, and he had an amazing fourth quarter where he made one big-time throw after the next to lead that um, two-score comeback. Uh, Then the Dolphins game the next week was not the biggest – Stats in that game, but he's efficient, he's leading the offense, made the right decisions, and through that point, you're feeling really good about where he's going. But then they went on that two game road trip, they played the Packers and the Broncos, and he really struggled in those two games. Uh, then the, the Patriots come back, you know, his nemesis, who had a <laughs> terrible game against last year, last year, um, and big time struggles in that game. Then he rebounds against the Bills, but then comes right back down to earth with the second Patriots game out of three. With probably the worst game I've ever seen him play. And just, uh, it, it's tough because the issues he has are, you know, fixable to an mental, extent. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's more mental. It's like, does he really have the, you know, just the presence and the poise to really be able to work through these things and just do what it takes to be an NFL quarterback? I mean, just airmailing screen passes over guys' heads, um, not seeing wide open, well, I think he does see some That's- of these wide open receivers. And he just doesn't throw to them. Maybe doesn't. He doesn't I was gonna confidence.
0: say maybe he doesn't. You know, maybe he doesn't trust himself to make that. Yeah. It's that like,
1: yeah. There's gun. It's, and just, it's like you. You see a mix of sometimes he's gun shy and sometimes he's too aggressive. It's mm-hmm. like Robert Sala said, he needed to reset because it seems like he's all out of whack mentally. So we'll see if do some you, time off can help him.
0: Do you think that comes down to maybe like quarterback coaching and just the guys around him? Because I know the Eagles like like even back with Carson Wentz, they've always had these guys that really help these quarterbacks lock in and take another step next year. Carson Wentz MVP one season and then Jalen Hurts from last year to where he is now light, light and day difference. Do you think it comes down to maybe coaching and who's around them?
1: It could be part of it, but that's definitely always the debate that I find myself having is like, you know, how much of it is just a guy who's not playing well and how much of it is the Jets not doing the best to develop him mm-hmm. because, you know, I think in comparison to Sam Darnold, because, you know, we just went through the same thing with another young quarterback in comparison yeah. to him, it feels like the on-field support is much better. You know, not a great offensive line and
0: Corey Davis.
1: they've had some injuries, but like you mentioned, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, I mean, well, Davis is missing. Elijah Moore games, doesn't, doesn't get Elijah the ball. Moore, he's running. Oh, wide <laughs> open there and never gets cardio. the ball <laughs> out there doing cardio. Uh, got Michael Carter got James Robinson they got two competent tight ends now Uzama and Conklin and you know Michael Floor gets a lot of criticism but when I watch the game I see open receivers that just don't get the ball so it feels like he's in a position to succeed on the field but you know off the field that's where we don't really know what's happening because you know like you said not really putting it together so is that is he not receptive to the coaching is he is he actually working hard, but just doesn't translate to the game or are they coaching him wrong? So uh, I don't know. They do have a young quarterback coach and Rob Calabrese, who I think came from the college ranks. And, you know, he's just as young in that position as Zach is as an NFL quarterback. And, you know, the floor is new to being an offensive coordinator. So there could be that aspect to it. But I think when you look at the things he struggles with, it's hard to think that the coaches don't work on it. Like his footwork, is so out of whack it's like there's no way they're not trying to work on that i think mm-hmm. he's it's just not translating because it just all comes down to mentally like there's no way he himself looks at that tape and thinks this is good i'm gonna keep doing this i'm not gonna listen to the coaching i don't think it's that it's yeah. just not translating he doesn't have the poise and confidence right maybe now. some
0: stage fright the bright lights of metlife yeah. Met
1: stadium bright lights of metlife <laughs>
0: We're down on them. The Jets are probably a little more interesting to talk about right now than the Eagles, because the Eagles haven't really had as much turmoil during the season. If you were – I want to ask you, if you were to make a prediction next year, do you think Zach Wilson's a starting quarterback next year for the Jets?
1: I don't. I don't. Right now I think this is signaled that there's at the very least going to be some competition brought in because, you know, at this point, there's only seven games left, and he's Mm – you know, to this point he's played poorly enough to get benched. So he's going to have to do something to win the job back at some point and, you know, prove that it should be his because he's lost it already. So uh, I think there's a chance he plays again by the end of the year. It depends on how Mike White plays, whether the team is winning. Um, if Mike White struggles and the team loses a game or two, I think they could quickly put him back in there. But It's probably gonna be at least a few games until it's even considered because he's not even gonna be the backup. He's gonna be inactive. So that tells you that they want him, you know, like Robert Salas said, take a reset. They want him to just clear his mind and take some time off the field. So he might not even get that chance to um you know respond to his struggles and build on that by the end of the season. So if you go into like if say you go into the offseason right now, this is the end, he hasn't played again. You yeah. can't, that's not your starting quarterback. You have to at least mm-hmm. bring someone in to bring compete with in. that. So I think, you know, guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, that's the big name that has been thrown around because he's a free agent, but um, someone like Minshew or Minshew. Derek R. I mean, there's, send, some, there, there's some decent veterans out there. Pick. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think at the very least, there's going to be veteran competition unless he can come back and look much improved by the end of the year.
0: Do you, would you expect them to, I mean, they'll probably be middle of the pack right in the NFL draft. So I wouldn't expect them to draft a quarterback. You, you see more so them bringing someone in a free agency.
1: Yeah. I think it's definitely the veteran route because it's just a stage that the team is at that they look like they're ready to win some games. So I think if you're going to make a quarterback, you don't need to bring change, another guy. Yeah. You don't want another young guy. You got to sort of work through those growing pains with. So I think it'll be the veteran route. This offseason but uh yeah it's it's crazy we're at this point so quickly with him
0: yeah jimmy g seems like the perfect fit for the jets my guy with a ton of playoff experience he may not be a top 10 quarterback in the league but he could definitely make the throws that Zach wilson hasn't been making Um, yeah i mean
1: experience in the league and also the scheme you know he was with robert saw and michael floor for a few years over there in san francisco
0: Okay, so speaking of looking out into the seasons, the Jets they're playing the three and eight Chicago Bears uh, this Sunday. I'm not sure if Justin Fields is playing yet. I don't think they've declared him out. I would assume he's probably playing. Um, what are your thoughts going into that game and kind of what you'll be watching and how for are you expect it to play out?
1: Yeah, like you said, Fields is a big part of it. There still seems unsure. I know he said he had he's dealing with shoulder pain. Every time he throws it, but he's saying he's gonna fight through it. Um, but you know, if I were the Bears, I'd I'd be on the cautious side with that. Um, but you know, if yeah. he plays, you know, this is a dangerous Bears offense under him recently, but it's still a team that's been bad enough defensively to where they're losing even with that offense. So uh, this this is a game I expect the Jets to win, you know, at home, three and eight team. You got a spark with your, your new quarterback. And they That's got some guys coming back did it
0: last year against Cincinnati. Mike. Why
1: did it last year against the Bengals? And also, they're back in the all black uniforms, just like they were in the Bengals game. Uh, which the Eagles are also wearing their all black uniforms, yeah. Black weekend. helmets, so too,
0: this Sunday night,
1: kind of copying each other. There, they could have could have spread it out a little bit, but um, yeah, are the Jets wearing the black
0: helmets or is it green?
1: Yeah, they got black helmets this year, uh, too. It's uh, uh, well, a new well, edition. so they're, they'll be matching. Um, Nate Herbig. Was coming back this week, The, former former Eagle. Eagle. Yep. the guy that was worth bringing up. He's been uh, one of the underrated studs for the Jets this year. They called upon him in, I think, week uh, four was his first start because uh, one of the or Dwayne Brown got hurt mm-hmm. and George Fant got hurt, so Elijah Bear Tucker moved to tackle and then Herbig took his spot. I was going to say, Herbig's tackle
0: doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't Normally sound right. right left guard. Yeah,
1: AVT moved out to tackle, and then Herbig took his spot at guard. And he's he's been solid. He's a good he's run blocker. Yeah. He's been a big part of some of their rushing success over the past few weeks, and they missed him in this uh, Patriots game. So he'll be back. Corey Davis will be back this game. Uh, so this is a chance for the Jets to just – Get back on track and build some just win. Win
0: a winnable yeah, game.
1: Just get a winnable game and get some confidence before a tough next couple of games as they go on the road to play the Vikings and the Bills. um But the Eagles playing at home here against the Packers, all black like we said. All Got kind of a washed-up old Aaron Rodgers coming into town. <laughs> uh How do you expect this one to go?
0: Yeah, it's been weird with Aaron Rodgers because every year it seems like he's one of the two best quarterbacks in the league, and this year he's just. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he doesn't have Devonte Adams or if he just doesn't have the weapons. But Christian Watson, North, North Dakota State boy, out of uh, past two weeks, has definitely elevated his game. Well, what is he? A five touchdowns the past two weeks. Um, yeah, so that could it. be that could be a a good little option there for Rodgers, See if he gets it back together. But I'm not trying to sound you know cocky or anything like that. But it's one of the best secondaries in football. Uh, Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins, I wouldn't expect to scare you if you're the Eagles. Uh, maybe you attack the slot with Randall Cobb since Avante Maddox is on IR, which is I Scott filling in for him. But maybe they get something with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon against a possible weak run defense. Um, but I wouldn't expect the Packers to get too much going on offense. Sunday night, all black, black end zones, black uniforms, black jerseys, black night sky.
1: It, all of the, the colors, the uniforms is going to affect everything.
0: Everything. And the the Packers' defense itself is a bit depleted. They lost Rashawn Gary, uh, torn ACL. Uh, I think Eric Stokes is also out, young corner out of Georgia, I believe. Um, Jair Alexander, the only issue for the Eagles I see is. AJ Brown has been dealing with a sickness and he, he tweaked something in his ankle a couple weeks ago and he hasn't quite been himself, um, but he's dealing with a sickness. And he said, he doesn't feel too well right now. So that will definitely be a, a big play. Um, but I, am sure Jair Alexander will follow AJ Brown the whole entire game. So if you leave uh, Devonte Smith could definitely have a big game here against former Eagle or little Douglas, uh, Jersey boy. always liked his little Douglas, um, you got Smith against Douglas and Quez Watkins has always been an option out of the slot. Um, so the Eagles offense should do just fine. The Eagles defense shouldn't have any issues with the Packers. I don't see why the Eagles shouldn't they they need a another statement when the past couple of games have been you, you lost to the commanders at home in an ugly game. they didn't look very good. and you beat the Colts by one, seventeen to sixteen. they also didn't look very good. Until right at the end of the game, the defense started playing better, and I think that's the big thing: is the defense needs to shore it up. They need more pass rush. They're usually with Jonathan Gann, and it seems like they just kind of rush for every play. They're not really sending the blitz, and you're relying on guys like Brandon Graham who are just old and gassed at the end of the games to keep getting these sacks. Um, I like to see Hassan Reddick maybe get one. He hasn't had one in a couple weeks. Um, it's just starting strong and finishing strong they need to start strong early on games and finish strong because a lot of the season has been the second quarters when they played their best football yeah i was going to say cuz
1: i know earlier on they were like this huge second quarter team are they still yeah. a big second quarter team has that kind of cooled off it's
0: it's definitely cooled off a bit just not even in the second quarter but the whole game they haven't been playing up to their par which obviously you're not going to play undefeated amazing football 17 games a season probably but you at least expect them to look a lot better than they have the past couple of weeks, and I think that's a bit up to coaching. Um, I'd like to see them run the ball a little more. Miles Sanders doesn't touch the ball as much as I want him to. Um, if you could get him twelve plus carries a game, just balance it out a lot of times and and keep him on the field. A lot of like late in the Indianapolis game last week, they were, had like in the fourth quarter. They had like three straight run plays with Boston Scott. And I'm just thinking to myself, why is Boston Scott on the field in this situation? We're
1: having like the same situation with the Jets because they have, you know, like I said, they have Michael Carter, James Robinson, good duo. But you got these Keith fourth quarter plays where Ty Johnson's out there. And we're like, why is Ty Johnson getting a wheel (laughs) route on these big third downs in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter when we have these two good guys? So I don't know, sometimes coaching staffs have uh, like their favorites who they probably like more than we do on the outside but uh but yeah looking ahead at the Eagles' schedule here i mean what do you think of these final seven games i mean a lot of division flavor in here you know we got huge oh, yeah. cowboys game in week 16 both of your games against the giants Um uh, then mm-hmm. outside of that you got some winnable games you know green bay this week uh tennessee at home good team but i think that that's a team the eagles would expect to beat and then you got chicago and new orleans so how do you see the next seven games playing out here you think they'll <laughs> Be able to grab that number one seed.
0: I think they should keep the number one seed. I mean, it's not just so. I, I just don't trust the Minnesota Vikings. Last right. night, on Thanksgiving, they didn't look terrific, um, and I think the Eagles showed a way to beat them. If you're able to keep able to keep Justin Jefferson in check, like Darius Slade did, their offense is kind of just stagnant. It has no motion to it. Dalvin Cook didn't even the offensive line was not great they were down a few guys um last night but if you keep (laughs) number 18 out of getting 150 yards every game like it seems that he does i think he could win that um
1: i mean jets got him a couple weeks so let's hope sauce Gardner can do that
0: Sauce definitely should that is it uh, in minnesota or is it
1: in minnesota yeah
0: in minnesota that'll be definitely a tough one that'll be a good game I saw the Jets fans wanted that one to be flexed to Sunday night. Yeah, happen.
1: we were hoping for it. But you know, then last week comes and Jets and Vikings combined for, what, six points? And then NFL's like, never mind. We'll we'll cool. leave the Cowboys it's... on.
0: I was like, isn't it Cowboys-Steelers or something like that? Uh,
1: Cowboys-Colts, I think. Colts? Hard to get a Cowboys game off.
0: Those Cowboys. Are every every game's at 4 o'clock with them. Um, looking ahead, it, it, you got th- three big divisional games. Giants twice, and you got the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, and that's that's always going to be a tough one. Um, if they could win at least maybe two of those games, the Giants are really depleted, so they're not the real threat that they once were earlier on in the season. Um, so if they could beat the Giants twice, and you know toss up against the Cowboys, depending on how the rest of their season goes, they should. Um, be at least in play for the two seed, but I think the one seed should be good. And then there's another big game for the Eagles on January 1st against the Saints, and that is a, a big one because the Eagles own the Saints' first-round pick this year. That's currently projected a number ten, I believe.
1: Oh yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. So that's a huge one as well. You know, a chance to improve your own draft position—not something you get a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's look at the Jets schedule here. Um, definitely very interesting for them because this loss to the Patriots shakes things up a lot. Because if you won that game, you were in first place in the AFC East. Um, granted, they probably would be in second now because of the Bills game. But either way, they would have tied the Patriots. They would have had two games on them, and you know you're in, you're in a prime spot if you do that. But now they lose the tiebreaker to the Patriots for the season. Um, yeah, they're already going to lose the tiebreaker to the Bengals, uh, who are also six and four because they lost to them in week three. Uh, so now you got to get outright ahead of both of these teams as you chase the wild card. The Dolphins are in the mix and the Bills. So one of those two teams is going to be a wild card. So the tiebreaker the situation Bills is interesting. The playoff. Yeah, it's, you know, the Bills are probably going to get their wins and claim the division. So the Dolphins are mo- most likely going to be in that wild card mix, but uh, this is a big loss for the Patriots and so now are against the Patriots. So now you're looking ahead and you're thinking, what do you got to get here? At least 10 wins, but even that might not be enough. You might need eleven to be completely safe. Um, so the next few games, you know, there's really two segments of the schedule. They got three home games against teams they should beat. They have the Bears this week, uh, and then they've back to back the Lions and Jaguars. Jaguars in 15-16. Then you got four road games against teams that are in the playoff picture right now. Uh, Vikings and Bills, 13 and 14. Then you got Seahawks yeah. and Dolphins. To close the year, so I think if you map this out, the way you're looking at it is you got to take care of business in all three of those home games, and then got to find a way to steal at least one of those road games. Ideally, two, if you want to be completely safe. Uh, okay. So it all it all starts with this one. I think they got to take care of business against Chicago, and then you go from there. Hopefully, Mike White proves to be someone who could run this offense to an effective level. And yeah. and as you said, the Vikings are a team you could move the ball against and. Uh for a nine and two team, they don't seem completely unbeatable. So yeah. Uh, we'll see what they can do this week. Night.
0: Well the Jets uh they got some luck on their side with a, a coin flip I've been seeing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the yeah.
0: FC championship.
1: Uh, coin the coin flip says uh, yeah. so the coin flip prediction, which just some random fan put out before the season, <laughs> just put the coin for every single game, and then here we are, ten games in, it has not and missed perfect. a single time. Um the true, the moment I definitely started putting stock into it was that Bills game. Like before that, I was like beat all the right, Bills. that was a big but one. If they beat the Bills, then I'm like, all right, and this is for real. And they something's did. Something's weird. Yeah. And not not only that, but it also beat one of their other superstitions this past game because they were five the zero. Yeah, the wearing the white jersey and black pants yeah, combination, that's... they were five and zero in that prior to this past game, and then the coin beats that as well. So. Yeah, because it matched (laughs) up previously. Because the last game they lost against the Patriots, they were in their all black. So it was like, all right, you can brush that off. They didn't wear the white on black. Didn't wear the white on black. Messes with your head a little bit. Uh, Then they wore it again for the Bills game. So you still had that going too. So you're like, which one is for real? Is it the coin? Is it the uniforms? And the coin prevailed in Foxborough. So this week they're they're back in all black. The coin says they're going to lose. So I don't know. I I'm afraid.
0: But the coin says they're going to the AFC Championship. So maybe you want yeah, somebody
1: be right. It has a loss here against Chicago. And if that happens, you know, it's going to be um, <laughs> doom and gloom in Jetsland. We're going to be jumping out windows, off the bridges, all that kind of stuff. Can you be totally
0: mad if you lose to the Bears?
1: And then the it has a five game winning streak following that. They're going to lose to the Dolphins in the finale, but That'd still be, be 11 and 6. On the so road against the
0: Vikings and the Bills. Now that would be <laughs> mayhem.
1: And then they're going to go into playoffs at 11-6 and it has back-to-back wins and before they fall in the AFC Championship. So uh, I, I would sign up for that. I mean, it wouldn't be fun I, to go into that knowing take, we're going to lose, but
0: prior to the year, I would take if that. you have an AFC Championship, yeah, maybe we'll see the the Jets can sneak in. We'll see an Eagles-Jets Super Bowl. That would be absolute chaos.
1: That would be great. I mean... How do you think those these teams would match up? I mean, because you talked about the Eagles' run defense being a weakness, and you know the Jets are a team that usually when they win, it's by running the running football. The so, um, you think the Jets could have upset potential against them?
0: Definitely do. Um, it just they got I'd a top the, corner
1: to go against AJ Brown.
0: AJ Brown, DJ Reed can handle Devontae. Um yep. it, it's probably leads down to just the middle of the field. Dallas Goddard is always, who's out right now, so. <laughs> seems like everyone's kind of piling on the injuries for the eagles dallas goddard Devontae maddox jordan davis um but like i said earlier i think jordan davis is one of the big factors already on the eagles you know the eagles and jets both have superstar but looks to be superstar rookies on the defensive side that if one of them was to go out it would be a whole different outlook on their season
1: yeah i mean I'm just hoping for a playoff spot for the Jets. I'm not going to be too greedy uh, because I was hoping for eight, nine wins, just playing meaningful football at this point. But, you know, now things have changed since the season started. This defense is way ahead of what we expected, even offensively. I think Yeah. Just Garrett Wilson and offensive line surviving better than I think you could hope for with the injuries. So there's, they have a chance to do something. So I'm hoping to see a playoff game because I've, not seen a playoff game pretty much ever because i know the last time i made it was yeah mark sanchez the 2010 season so january 2011 and i wasn't really following too closely at that point it was kind of the season it was that playoff run that got me interested and then Uh, it was the next season after that where i started following close and really got invested so i essentially haven't really seen a playoff game yet in my entire span as a Jets fan. <laughs> so I would just like to see that even yeah, if it goes the way the Eagles game went last year, um, I would still losing. take that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I went into that one knowing pretty much that they were not going to be able to compete against Tom Brady, but it's nice to, you know, always just at least watch your team in the playoffs at least once. It's happened a couple of times when me leading to a Super Bowl run, maybe that will uh, happen once again here with this season, the way that everything's been going for Philly.
1: It's looking good I I definitely like the Eagles I mean, the Bills are showing some cracks recently And I know the Eagles, like you said A couple of not great games But look at the Bills now This is a four-game stretch here Where I'd say they have not looked great I mean, back-to-back losses Followed by one-score games Against the Browns and Lions So not up to their caliber um, Obviously the Chiefs Josh are Allen always a threat a yeah, but Josh Allen banged up by Thanks to Bryce Huff On that strip sack against the Jets <laughs> That could have ruined the whole season for Buffalo. <laughs> In addition to that loss, you know, the injury that came with it. So Jets are putting their stamp on the AFC.
0: Well, Michael, I think we've had a, a good first episode here. Yeah. A good talk. Um, I think we'll get right back to it probably Monday. Have our reactions from both of our teams' games. Um, see how they played. See if our predictions can hold up. And see where everything goes from there.
1: Yeah, so I guess quickly let's do some score predictions here. What do you got for the Eagles?
0: Eagles at home, all black, Sunday night. The energy is going to be right I love it. Right. You
1: always got to mention the uniforms. It's, it's, part, the it's uniforms, part of the vibe and the energy. Yeah, it is. The dark, everything dark outside, everything in their
0: energy. Uh, I can see Eagles maybe 23-13. We'll go with that, 23-13.
1: Yeah, I, I have a, I'm going to be optimistic about the Jets here. I'm going to go 27-10. Jets defeat the Bears. Wow! Yeah.
0: That's
1: minus going three scores.
0: Everyone. Hammer Jets minus
1: sixteen and a half. Hammer the Jets. <laughs> I think they're only three and a half right now. So I don't know. I've, I'm feeling the Mike White in all black.
0: Mike White. He he does it. He did it last year. I think he'll do it again.
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, this is this is a great start. Looking forward to reacting on Monday. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys
0: then.